The Sustainable Engineering Internship Program at Shoals Marine Lab is a unique, multifaceted, and hands-on opportunity for undergraduates in engineering. Often, when our interns arrive on Appledore, they don't know just how much they'll gain. Now, as their four weeks come to a close, our 2019 interns reflect on the time they've shared, including their interdisciplinary projects, professional networks, opportunities to collaborate, and the legacy of the program. As the Sustainability Communications intern, I've had the chance to follow these four closely, and I've certainly been thoroughly impressed by their expertise and contributions to this island. These young students are showing us what is possible for sustainability solutions, and lucky for us, they are our future. It's been a privilege to watch them work. If you'd like to learn more, visit our website at shoalsmarinelaboratory.org and listen to the rest of the Sustainable series on any podcast platform. And keep your eye out for the interns of 2020. There's so much more to do for sustainability, and they're bound to figure it out. Hi, I'm here with the 2019 Sustainable Engineering interns. They've just completed their four weeks here on Appledore, and yesterday gave a very successful symposium on their projects that they've been working on all summer. Um, we're going to do a little discussion, a little reflection on what their experience has been like. Uh, if you guys could just start by introducing yourselves. I'm Colleen Tobin. I'm a civil engineering senior at the University of New Hampshire. I found out about the Shoals internship last year during my sustainability class with Dr. Kinner and Dr. Wozniak. We came out here for a few days and it was intense, but you really got a feel for the island, and I was very intrigued, and I immediately wanted to come back, so I am back. Awesome. Um, my name is Sawyer Hall. I go to UNH, and in the fall, I'll be a senior studying environmental engineering and sustainability. I first, first heard about this internship through a poster at my school, um, and I brought this to my advisor, Nancy Kinner, who was able to tell me more about the program, um, and eventually I was able to apply and get accepted. Hi, I'm Marguerite Lorenzo. I am a rising junior studying environmental engineering at Cornell, and I first heard about the program through one of my environmental engineering advisors at Cornell who recommended it for people who are trying to get more um, information about different topics in environmental engineering. Yeah, and I'm Valentine Starnes, I'm also a rising junior at Cornell University studying environmental engineering. Um, and pretty similar way I found out about Shoals uh, just through my environmental uh, engineering major advisor. Awesome. Um, so, from your perspective, what makes this island a good place to develop those engineering skills? Why do you think this program is so highly recommended? I think this is a great experience for interns, especially engineering interns, just because... <laughs> Sorry, <no. laughs> <laughs> this internship is very hands-on. You go out and some of the others were going out and taking IPAF cone samples. We, you get more experience and you get a different aspect of an internship than you normally would because you hear about people being in the office, checking AutoCAD drawings, at least for civil engineering, and this is just so much more and it's not just like seeing numbers on a page or looking at a diagram on a screen. You get to contextualize everything you do. Yeah. Yeah, I also agree with that, Colleen. Um, 
I think Scholz is a really great place just because it's pretty isolated and a small scale um, in terms of all of the green energy grids, um, the wastewater systems, freshwater and saltwater systems, um, and it's all located in one place, so it's really easy as a student to really conceptualize all of the um, different systems. Um, so it was really great having that uh, really hands-on experience that you know Colleen was mentioning before. Do you think your experience here has um, kind of broadened your understanding of things you already had learned like in the classroom setting? Yeah, for sure. I think that, um, at least for environmental engineering, we, we do a lot of projects um, and just kind of have calculation-based um, classes, but I think actually being able to come out here and have that application where you can see the progress of you changing things manually and doing samples, um, you definitely get a much deeper understanding of how things work, um, not only within itself, but with the other um, systems on the island, like I mentioned with wastewater, freshwater, and saltwater, and energy. Um, and you kind of see how it all ties together in the real world. Um, how would you describe the professional resources that are available to you at Shoals? Obviously, we have a lot of partnerships with people who have various backgrounds in engineering, especially sustainable engineering, and I'm curious to know what did those people offer you, and yeah, why do you think that was important? Yeah, so Shoals did a great job at bringing people out who were sort of experts in their fields. We could talk to these people and see um, their perspective on a lot of our different projects, um, and they were able to give us a lot of insight um, and recommendations of how we should go about the projects and sort of some tweaks and... That's it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some tweaks and... Um, yeah. Uh, how about this? Like, a what's a word. good example of... You had a problem, you went to one of these experts, they helped you work through it. Lee Time Savage talked about that. Yeah, how about Lee Con Savage? Or I know Marguerite loves Lee Con Savage. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, so should I go off of the tweaks? Well, no, I mean, sentence? I can. Tweaks. Um, That's help not with, a sentence I don't know. Well, no, and a couple tweaks and adjustments. Or is that too, too hard to edit? I think that will sound very choppy. <laughs> so you want to start again? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to start again. <laughs> just <laughs> mess Put a little pause in there, and it will sound like you were thinking. You were gonna do that? I mean, I'll just like do you cut some stuff. What you were saying before, like yeah, that those... Are you gonna repeat yourself? Do you remember <laughs> what you said? Like how they can help us look at. Just go into the example. I think you gave an adequate answer. Just, just talk. Just go into specifics. Wait for ten seconds, and then start speaking. Bored with the half sentence I just ended with. It will just sound like you, like... I just gave up, like I did. Give me an example, Sawyer. Yeah, just give me an example. I think it will oh. sound unnatural if you start all the way over, so... That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um. Or someone else can answer. No, 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 no I got it. <laughs> Talk about Lee... Do you need help with anything? <laughs> what? what was the question again? Why, why are the professional resources so beneficial? Like, what and do then they you offer? can just say, for example, I'm majoring in environmental engineering, so I don't know a really deep understanding of electrical stuff. Mm. And so you said it's really helpful having those experts um, under, uh, show you how to 
figure out all the solar panel stuff and how things work and what kind of things, what kind of products they would recommend and how the efficiency works and blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what he told you. Mm. Sure. Okay. Um, so, for example... So am I adding on to what you said? Well, you can just talk specifically about the example of Lee, and I'll see what I can salvage from his part. But I don't restart an introduction. No. Okay. You could just say like for one project, it will go with my my question will still be there, so it makes sense. Okay. Um, I think I was definitely impressed with uh, the amount of people we had as resources on, that came on the island to help us up with our project. Um, as an environmental engineer and having only two years, being only two years in my undergrad degree, I didn't have much exposure to topics such as renewable energy, so I'm you know, not very um, informed about electrical engineering and that sort of thing. And so for a project where we had to design a new solar panel system, we got a lot of help from one of our mentors. His name is Lee Consavage, an electrical engineer from Seacoast Engineering. And he was very, very helpful at walking us through the step of designing a solar panel system and the different types of components that come into play and really helping us out with the basics that we weren't really familiar with. Yeah, how did it feel in this particular case to kind of extend your, your work to a field you hadn't done much yeah, um, I think it's a great opportunity. I definitely wasn't expecting to be pushed out of my comfort zone this much. And so the first week was kind of tough to get adapted um, and get that exposure on all these different topics we weren't that as much familiar with. So I think it's been a great experience to learn more about them. And um, yeah. Yeah. Does anyone else have an answer to that one? About that one, Chuck? I could say that one, do we need someone? No, I mean, I was just, I don't know, it's a pretty broad question, so you can take it a bunch of ways. Um, yeah, so what are some of the challenges you face? You kind of touched on this when you are saying that you get pushed into these fields you haven't explored much, but what are some of the challenges you face on these projects, and how, what are the different ways you address them? Yeah, so I think that one of the challenges of just this whole entire um, internship is that you kind of get thrown seven different projects in the first week, and then they completely um, leave you, the interns, in control. Um, so it really is um, the interns deciding how long they work in a day, what they do for each day. Um, so I think that um, that independence was a really good opportunity um, for the real world, but I was really glad that we could work so closely with all of the other interns, um, just because all of us are learning those new topics um, maybe for the first time, or, you know, we don't have that much exposure to them. Um, so I, I really like being able to bounce ideas off of each other um, and really getting uh, feedback um, at a timely manner. Yeah, and I'd say another challenge was just seeing how many different factors were affecting each of the projects. So I was sort of looking at, okay, what can we do to um, make this project more uh, manageable and sort of looking at the resources that we have in the island um, and seeing how we can go about fixing these issues and problems. Mm -hmm. Valentine, you mentioned working independently. Uh, what, what do you think the value of that is? And you said it's good real-world experience, but more specifically, what is the value of working independently at this point in your education? Um, I, I definitely think that there's a, a really good learning opportunity here. 
um, it's good to be able to struggle on your own for the first time instead of uh, always asking for help right away. It's good to figure out things for yourself. Um, I know for a more specific example, um, if none of the island engineers around, we would kind of have to tinker around with the different um, sampling equipment or whatever it may be. Um, and it was good just because as we tried different things out, um, we would actually understand how those systems work. Um, so so, so I, I really enjoyed that independence, um, although it can be a little uh, stressful at first. Um, I think it definitely made us all grow um, independently. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that was really great. Right, and um, going off that, I think working independently at first and kind of figuring out what you don't understand then helps you reach out to others and to mentors in a way that's more constructive mm -hmm. and to ask more specific questions. And I thought that was very helpful. Like when interacting with our mentors, it wasn't really them lecturing us. It was right. us asking questions about the things we didn't understand. And so we got much more specific feedback, which was really helpful. In that way, do you think it kind of pushed you to understand the project more deeply? You kind of mentioned that, like figuring out what you don't understand in the beginning. I don't know where I'm going with this question, so. Mm. But like, okay, what should, how should I face this? What do you think the independence lends to the learning process? Like, what aspects of it do you? Um. Oh, yeah. I oh what? Um. Is I that a bad question? No, I kind of just forgot the question. Like. Oh. Uh, the independence. What does that lend to the learning process? Like, for example, you could say, "Oh, there's a lot of trial by error, and there's mm. a lot of." Yeah, you know yeah, no, I can, I can go to that. Um, so yeah, out here, no one's really sort of holding your hand and leading you through these projects. Um, so if you need something done or want to look at a specific aspect of the project, you sort of have to decide that and then go out and reach out to the engineers and the professionals on the island um, to see what kind of information and resources you can get um, to finish out your experiment or process in um, looking at your project. Yeah, and I can add on to that as well. Um, I think that the idea of the engineers just giving us seven different projects and saying go for it, um, they, that definitely gives us um, experience and exposure to learning how to approach a problem just in general. Um, that's super important in engineering because you have to be able to look at a problem and say, okay, how am I going to fix this? What timeline? What do I need? Um, how can I plan ahead so I don't waste time and, mm -hmm. and efforts in the future? Um, so I think that definitely there there maybe were some mistakes just because this is our, probably our first time trying to do this all by ourselves. Um, but we definitely learned the, the best way to approach a problem and how to solve it, for sure. Mm -hmm. Cool. Thanks. Did you have more to say or no? Okay. Um, so, on the flip side of that, even though you worked independently as interns, you guys were assigned to, to a project, and so you're working very closely with each other on these projects. What do you think the value in that was to you? Um, I think it's definitely an important life skill to be able to assign tasks within a group and dispatch work, mm -hmm. and also to learn how to work as a team is a really important skill, especially in engineering, and so I thought that was a valuable aspect of the internship to have to 
kind of split up all the assignments on our own, decide who does what, who's a lead on a project and who's an engineer on the project. And um, kind of what Val was saying before, create a timeline for each assignment of what has to be done when was a gr really good experience, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really liked working in partners as well. Um, I know that sometimes when you get really into a, a certain project, uh, you can kind of go very, very um, in-depth, and sometimes you, you don't need to look that closely into the details, and it's nice to have someone to get another perspective on, on a project um, and kind of ground you and, and pull you away for getting in too far um, and worrying about things you shouldn't. Um, and then it's also great, as I was talking about before, just bouncing ideas off of each other, um, especially if you don't understand something that well. Mm -hmm. um, it's nice having people to work with um, and help explain things to you as you go along. Yeah, for sure. Did, do you have any things on that? No, I do Okay, cool. Sounds good. Okay. Um, how has working on Appledore changed your perspective? Or has working on Appledore changed your perspective on sustainability in any way? Um, I think being on Appledore has changed my perspective of sustainability more in the perspective of having a community that cares about sustainability. Um, I've always kind of chosen habits that are, I hope, environment, environmentally friendly at home, but it's never been something that was kind of encouraged by my peers. It was kind of me fighting against others. But here at Appledore, you get to the island and instantly people tell you which habits you should be adopting on the island to um, de decrease your impact and live more sustainably. And so I thought it was really helpful to be in this atmosphere where everyone cares, everyone composts, everyone reduces their water usage, yeah. everyone does the little things that basically mm -hmm. make a more sustainable community. Yeah, and you mentioned that you're kind of going, you feel like you've always chosen sustainable habits. Has that informed your decision to study environmental engineering at all? Um, yes, definitely. I've, I grew up, but, but, uh, I don't have a good answer. <laughs> no, it's okay. I guess that's a question for all of you, too. Um, obviously, you could, engineering, I know at Cornell, at least, you could pick anything, right? What drew you to environmental engineering? You're not going to make as much as a computer science major. You're not going to find jobs as easily as, I don't know, a, an electrical engineer. Why? Why pick environmental engineering? Simple. Well, <laughs> that's true. Why pick, yeah. Or for you, for you, you could say... job security. You always have buildings, you always have roads, you always have bridges. We're always going to be needed. Yeah. You got to sure. make sure everything stays up. Right. <laughs> Why is this something you want to be doing for the rest of your life? Well, okay. This might be bad, but... Can I it's okay. Here? We can slice it up, but... Um, so I think that just looking into the future, um, there are obviously a ton of really big environmental issues, um, and a lot of people aren't realizing it until too late. Um, and so I think learning all about this stuff now um, is it's in a good place because we can start thinking about the solutions ahead of time before it really truly matters and, uh, you know, human lives are at stake. Um, so I think that just getting that background now, um, you know, whether that be on renewable energy or, or how we can cut back on our carbon emissions or cleaning up uh, uh, air systems or water systems or, you know, ground systems, um, 
they're going to be super valuable in the future, especially when we start to get hit by those climate changes um, for real in terms of uh, heat and um, air pollution, um, people not having enough food, things like that. Those are really big issues that are going to get really expensive fast. Um, so if we have solutions ready to go, it'll be able to implement them really easily. Yeah. Um. Hey. Hi. Are you, are you I can, I can pause it, yeah. Uh, imagine interviewing Beckley for that. I feel like it would just not be the same. <laughs> so I, f- I specifically picked Jack for all the times I needed, like, an island engineer. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so you covered this, but why did you choose environmental engineering? Why, or n- even broader than that, not environmental engineering, but why are you interested in using engineering for sustainability? Um, I think going off of what Val said, At this point in time, studying environmental engineering or just environmental studies in general is a very exciting thing because it's a very, it's a field that's um, still developing and things are are changing very fast and all of these issues that we're talking about are um, very pressing. So I think it's a great field to get involved in 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 our generation. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I would say, um, so majoring in environmental engineering and sustainability um, was... um, not only important, but just that they mix together, and there um, there's a lot of engineering practices that go into sustainability. Um, and I'm not just interested in these in these fields, but also just how important they are, um, and how there's gonna be more people needed in this field. Mm-hmm. So, how does the experience of sustainability engineering tie in? Well, that's a bad question. <laughs> okay. Anyway, good answers. Um, one thing I'm really interested in is the legacy of this program. Obviously, it's been going on for 13 years, I think now, or 14. And uh, when the program was started, we barely had renewable energy on Appledore. And obviously, sustainability in the way of not littering and all the basics was still a part of our mission, but we've really finished our sustainability efforts, and this program has been a big part of it. How does it feel to be part of that legacy and... How do you think it's, what has the experience been like to kind of see where your work goes? <laughs> it's just the wind. Come in. <laughs> um, I think it's definitely been a um, really, an, oh, I'm going to start that again. Okay. I definitely think it's been a great experience to see where the work we've done throughout this four week is going mm-hmm. um, throughout the years and I, like we've also heard this from previous SEI interns um, the work that's being done here by the interns and the recommendations they made are very much taken into consideration by um, Scholl's directors yeah. and Scholl's engineers and so you very much see the impact you have um, at a very like in a very short term uh, scale like, for example, Sawyer and I are working on a White Island project, and mm-hmm. we just made a recommendation on how to increase the efficiency of a system that's currently in place on the island. And um, a few minutes ago, one of the island en- engineers came in and asked um, to hear more about our recommendations because next week he's going to go to the island and fix the system. So I think it's definitely exciting to see that what you recommend and what you work on and study has an immediate impact because people here are really passionate about 
living more sustainably and making their infrastructure um, as good as it can be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can add on to that as well. I think that being on Appledore has been a really unique experience, just in the fact that, as Margaret was saying, you do see the impacts of not only all the engineering projects that we've been doing, but just the fact of living here. Mm -hmm. um, it's been pretty eye-opening to see um, all the water conservation efforts. Um, like, if you don't, if you use up all the water, um, you actually will not be able to have any more just because that is a very limited resource. Or if you drain the batteries too hard, you can't have enough energy for the next day because that's also a very limited resource here. So just compared to um, living back at home, um, a lot of people don't realize the actual impacts that their daily lives have um, and how much um, you know energy and water that actually requires for um, the average American, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, so I think going into the future, um, living and working here has really changed my outlook on um, how one person can impact so much mm -hmm. um, and how we can work to decrease that and live more sustainably, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, obviously you can see your work implemented. Does that give you any idea of what parts of this experience you want to look for in a future career or in future educational experiences? Um, yeah, I would say that since the internship focuses on many different projects, it's good to get involved in many different fields because I feel like most internships really focus in one kind of field or subject. Um, with this one, you get a broad range of different career paths, um, especially around engineering. So it gives us a good chance to sort of to see what we kind of like and what our interests lie in. Um, and from there, we can kind of um, develop our career path and our interests towards, um, uh, I guess, a basis of what these projects are, are around. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to work with people who aren't just engineers because Val and I worked on the C-Table project mm -hmm. and that's completely like not like anywhere close to civil engineering. And to go and having to research all of the aquatic life that they have, talking with the undergraduate researchers, the biologists, it gives you a different perspective on how things are done because you can be like, yeah, here's an engineering solution, but it doesn't mean it's practical. It doesn't right. mean that that's what they can do because we're like, oh, we can just increase the flows of something. Mm -hmm. Biologists, no, you can't because yeah. that would mess with my creatures. Some creatures don't like that flow. Yeah. So you, I want to definitely be able to work with people from a wide variety of backgrounds just because you get a better understanding of what's going on and a more complete project. Yeah, that's something I feel like is really unique here in that you can kind of see how all these like engineering systems connect to the work that people are doing. Um, I don't know if anyone else has anything to say about that. Cool. Um, and then... Kind of a similar question, but what aspects of this experience will you try and carry with you into your career? It's a little bit of a different question. That's a tough one. Can I just think about it for a second? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sorry, I mean, I they are a little tough to just answer on the spot, but I don't know. I do think they're important to kind of answer for yourself even. Um, so similar to what Colleen was saying previously, 
I think something I learned throughout these four weeks that I was quite interested in is working on projects that are interdisciplinary. And so not only working with a lot of different people from different backgrounds and with different um, fields of expertise, but also working um, across disciplines and across fields within engineering and other mm -hmm. sciences. Uh, for instance, Val and I <coughs> have been working on a project related to uh, generating fresh freshwater through um, a reverse osmosis machine and uh, creating that water solely off excess energy. Mm -hmm. And so it's a project that really combines um, kind of management of freshwater resources, but also um, renewable energy. And right. so those are two topics that I'd never worked um like tied so closely together and so mm -hmm. I thought it was a really um, awesome experience to get to work on those two fields at the same time on a main project. Mm -hmm. Yeah and then another thing I'd like to say is um, this has been mentioned previously but all of the projects were very dif different and had um, kind of spread a whole different field of disciplines as Marguerite was mentioning um, and I think that just on a specific environmental engineering major, um, you kind of get sucked into uh, wastewater and how every everything works. Um, but I, I also would like to learn more about electrical engineering mm -hmm. and uh, how we actually want to power these things and, uh, uh, you know, coding, how we're going to present these to the public and, mm -hmm. um, you know, m sustainable messaging, how are we, you know, communicating with each other. Um, so it's it's very easy to get stuck into um, a very specific field, um, but I think going into my career, I'd like to get um, more of a diverse background, um, just so you can have a more deeper understanding of how everything works. Um, and that kind of goes with how to run a company and, and the business side of things. Um, nothing's going to work if you, if you don't have enough money for it, um, mm -hmm. or the community isn't involved. So um, definitely wanted to branch open. Um, my learning in that way. Yeah. Um, so obviously I've been listening to you guys talk for a long time, so I'm going to wrap it up, but this is a question for all of you, and I'd like all of you to answer. <laughs> it's very easy. Uh, what's your favorite part about Alphabore and your favorite part about your four weeks here? Um, I'd say my favorite part is just working with uh, a lot of different students and other interns on the island, because um, again, you get to see a lot of different perspectives of what they're working on. Um, and it's just good just having... Um, makes it more interesting and fun to be having a lot of your co-workers be your age and um, having similar interests um, and yeah it's been great having been on an island um, stuck with these people so you really get to know them um, which is yeah a great thing yeah. Uh, but yeah great people a lot of fun there's a really great community here um, we came in later in the season and the surges, the undergraduate researchers were already here and they made us feel so welcomed. So it's like we've never met these people and then a few days later it's like we've known each other our entire lives and you just get a great community here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this was also mentioned, but I think that the isolation um, kind of from the quote-unquote real world um, was a little scary at first just because um, interacting with people only here. Um, this is really bad. I need to start over. It's okay. Yeah. Um, wait, hold on. I thought about it all in my head and I forgot <laughs> what I was going to say. Um, I wanted to say that. 
Yeah. You're doing fine so far. But if you want to take a break to think about it. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, Margaret, you go first. Um, I definitely agree with what Colleen and Sawyer were saying. The community aspect has been really great here on Appledore. Um, but adding on to that, I think something I liked about staying on Appledore the full time, so past, like let's say, a nine-to-five job, but being mm-hmm. here the whole time for four weeks, was really getting immersed in the island life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's it's just like a beautiful place to be. The landscapes are beautiful. Sunsets are awesome. And I just love that Appledore has, even though Shoals Marine Lab has been on Appledore for a long time, they've really maintained um, like respect of wildlife and of, of the, the natural um, resources here. And trying to, to conserve that has made it um, a beautiful place to be, which I've really appreciated. Yeah, I, I would like to add on to what Marguerite was saying. Um, I think that it's really admirable what Scholes is doing, um, all of the efforts they go to um, to conserve all of the biodiversity on the island. Um, I know just from some visits to other parts that um, they don't really care about um, certain species like seagulls, and they'll shoot them on sight. But Scholes here... Um, <laughs> what's wrong with that? that? I'd say that. I'd say that. Yeah, they do it on the star. This is, they do what? What are you talking about? It's <laughs> not our personal content information that he no? gave us on our tour. No, that they do it on other islands too. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I'll start that over. Oh <laughs> <laughs> our mentor, Tom Johnson, actually took us on a field trip to shoot seagulls. On I just mentioned that here. You're right, you're Okay, I'll rephrase that. Starting now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that it's um, super admirable about what Schultz is doing here. Um, trying to conserve all of the um, uh, wildlife on the island um, and making sure that we don't really leave a trace on other parts. Um, it's really cool that everything is um, completely... Uh, fuck, I don't know what to say. <laughs> and now you guys are roasting me left and right, and now I don't know what to say, so can you please script me? <laughs> script there. Can I script Someone get her script. <laughs> Yeah, so one of the favorite things... Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep going up. I hate this so much. I know how I feel. (laughs) Okay, I'm so tired. Okay, this is the last question, the last thing. Um, So one of my favorite things on uh, being at on Appledore... Can I please start over? (laughs) Yeah, you can start over any (laughs) time. I'll just cut all this out. Okay. Yeah, one of the best things of... I don't know how to start this, Anna. Can you help me? Yeah, so one of my favorite things about being on Appledore is just how interconnected um, my lifestyle and work um, actually are. Um, As you live on the island, um, the work that we're doing is to improve our sustainability um, and improve our actual life on the island. Um, So, you know... It's not just a standard nine to five job that when you leave, um, you completely forget about it. It's but it's more as you go on uh, through the night, you are constantly thinking of things that you can do to improve, um, and then you can carry that out in the projects for your work. So it's um, um, all interconnected in the best way possible, which I think is really great. Yeah, um, thank you guys so much for talking with me today. Um, it's been a really awesome experience to kind of just shadow you guys and get to see all the awesome work you're doing and it's been my privilege to kind of try and tell this story um 
Yeah, thank you. Um, we loved having you with us. Thank Thanks. you, Anna. Thanks. You're the best. Shows on three! <laughs> One, two, three! Shows! <laughs>